Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our service this evening. Tonight we'll have one song, and then Chris will have our uh, announcements. Two more songs, and then David has the devotional this evening. Our first song this evening is number 982, We Shall Assemble. If you would let stand for this song, please. 982, We Shall Assemble. We shall assemble on the mountain. We shall assemble at the Good evening. Just a few uh, housekeeping items before we get started tonight. Uh, our men's planning meeting will be this Saturday. Show up at 8 o'clock, you'll get some breakfast. Show up at 8.30, you have a good conversation. Uh, we'd love for all you guys to show up and, uh, and help us set the vision for this coming year. Uh, our food drive is also going on this month for the entire month of November. Uh, be bringing in uh, food items for our pantry. We are running low on several items, uh, and you can find those items on the bulletin board out front in the foyer. Uh, this Sunday night, we are having a youth-led service. Dave's going to preach. Some of our, our young men are going to lead singing and do the prayers. Uh, the congregation from Hurricane, the Main Street congregation, will be joining us for that uh, worship service and hopefully maybe uh, one or two other uh, youth groups as well. Um, so that's coming up afterwards. They're going to have a youth devotional uh, with the middle school and high school, so be aware of that as well. Our special needs uh, contribution will be not this coming Sunday, but next Sunday on November 20th, so be preparing for that. As far as our uh, prayer list goes, uh, Gary Leap will be having rotator cuff surgery. Had it. Do you have it today? He got his buck and had, went and had the rotator cuff surgery today. Um, Jennifer Baker started radiation this week, so be in prayer for her. 
if you were not already aware, Emery McAllister passed away. That's Marvin's grandfather passed away this uh, uh, today, earlier this morning. So be in prayer for that family as well. Uh, if there's not anything else, we'll pray and get back into our worship. Father, you are enthroned in majesty. We are grateful to be able to know you, to have a relationship with you, Father. We are humbled to be able to be your children. We pray that our lives will always be in sync with your will for us and that we will always say and do and think the things that you would have us to do, Father. We pray that you bless our congregation here. pray that you help us to grow up inside of Christ as well as grow numerically, Father. Help us to reach out to the lost. We pray that you will... Uh, Open doors for us to teach those who don't know you, Father. We ask your blessings on the ones that we mentioned tonight, especially Gary as he struggles uh, with his recovery. We pray that uh, that will go well and be very quick, Father. We pray that Jennifer uh, does well with her radiation and that she can be returned back to us very quickly as well, Father. We ask your blessings on the McAllister family at the loss of Emory. We pray that you'll bless them, give them comfort, Father. And we're thankful for the life that he led. Uh, life of service and faith, Father, in this community. We pray that you'll be with us as we continue our worship and as we study your word tonight. We pray that you'll uh, bless us, watch over us, help us to do what's right. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Our next song is number 400. 400, Living by Faith. I care not to day what the morrow may bring, if shadow or sunshine or rain. The Lord has a ruler for everything, and all of my worry is vain. Living by faith, and Jesus above, resting and fighting in his great
Our next song is number 647. 647, The Love of God. After this, David will have our lesson. Since the love of God has shed Christ's blessings on my head, I am song of invitation it just it's number 950 lamb of god number 950 good evening church family 
Don't you find it hard to live a worldly life and a Christian life? It's difficult sometimes, isn't it? What I mean is that sometimes it's hard to separate our work life. It's hard to separate our family life. And it's hard to separate our Christian life. We always get so caught up in the worldly things that it almost feels like that we're going through a whirlwind. And we lose focus of our purpose while we are here. And when we lose that focus, we lose our sole purpose and we forget who we are. We forget on what we're trying to accomplish. We forget on what steps it does in order to make a plan and to work on that plan. And we forget on how to grow spiritually. Because our growth will become stagnant. And we forget to see the big picture. And we forget to see what the outcome of life is supposed to be. Don't we feel like sometimes we're in worldly chains that we just can't get out of? That the world's holding us back? They're binding us? And we feel like sometimes in our life that the walls just get so high that we just don't see our purpose anymore. But the good news is that God says we don't have to live like that. You don't have to live your life like that. Let me show you what I mean. Turn your Bibles to Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. Here Paul gives us an example on his leadership of what it means to stay focused and how important it is to stay focused. And Paul here, he's in prison, and he's writing to the Philippian church. And Paul, he's thanking them for all the things that they've done for him, on the encouragement they've done for him, that that encouragement has increased his faith. Philippians chapter 1, starting in verse 12, reads, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. I mean, if you and I were in prison, if we were in prison, we would look at that place as a better place, wouldn't we? A place that we would give up, a place that we would not want to be in. But Paul here, he looks at prison and being in prison as an opportunity. An opportunity to spread the gospel. Verse 13, it says, As a result, it has become 
clear throughout the whole palace guards and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Paul didn't see those chains, those chains that hold us back, that chains that, that paralyzes us, won't let us move. He didn't see them as a burden. They didn't paralyze him. But he saw his chains as an opportunity, an opportunity to talk to the palace guards. And what does he say in that verse? I am in chains for Christ. How powerful is that? In verse 14, And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. Paul was a person who never drifted from his purpose. He always set his sight on his purpose. He wasn't determined to leave his mark in the world, but Paul knew that having his, pur- his purpose in Christ would motivate him. And if we have our purpose in Christ, it would motivate us. He knew it would set his priorities straight. If we focus on Christ, it's going to set our priorities straight. Paul knew that he wouldn't look at the past. If our focus and purpose is on Christ, we won't look at the past. All we'll see is progress in our lives when Christ is our focus and our purpose. Paul knew this. That purpose works in two ways. Our purpose works in two ways. First, We work on it, then it works on us. Paul's attitude changed when his his purpose was Christ. I mean, Paul's attitude could have been totally different. I mean, he was beaten, he was shipwrecked, he was in prison. He went through trials and debates. But Paul... Just kept on smiling because he knew his sense of purpose. He understood that we can either surrender to our circumstances or we can surrender to a cause that is so much greater. Our circumstances won't even matter anymore. When you and I surrender our circumstances, we have good days and we have bad days. 
every single one of us. When we are at the mercy of what happens to us, but when we surrender to a cause and to a purpose of God, we are only going to have good days. Whatever we do, wherever we go, our purpose should never die. Paul's purpose changed his attitude and he moved forward with God's mission. And that purpose was to tell others about Christ. I pray that our attitude and our purpose stays at that exact same thing. May we be chained in Christ. May our purpose be to spread his word to others. I pray that we do not lose focus of that. I hope that your purpose in this life encourages you. It encourages you to go go above and beyond what you think you can do in this life. Now, maybe this evening you've lost your purpose and you need encouragement. That's what we're here for. We're here to encourage each other, to encourage us to do God's to spread God's word, to do his purpose, and to tell others about him. Maybe you've struggled with that lately. You need the prayers of the congregation to help you with that. Or maybe you've made a decision that you want to become a child of God. you're not baptized you're not a child of God you're lost it's such an important decision in your life why won't you make that decision as we stand and sing now
Please bow with me. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day and everything you've given us. Thank you for letting us come here tonight to learn more about you and praise you, Lord. Thank you for the lesson, and please help us apply it to our lives, and please help us see God in everything we do, Lord. Please help the people on the prayer list and be with their families and friends, Lord. And please help us learn more about you in class tonight, and please help us depart from here safely. And in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.